AB53 Creative Podcast. We are here to support, inspire and help out creative individuals. Hi Louise, how are you doing today? I'm good thanks, how are you? I'm fine, I'm very excited to have you on this episode. I'm going to let you give yourself a wee introduction instead of me just yapping on. So um, I'm Louise, I'm a freelance uh, photographer and I'm currently working as a brand and digital marketer. Um, I graduated from fashion communication at Harriet Watt last May. Um, So yeah, I'm just currently working from home just like everybody else, just seeing the same space and the same screen all day, every day. So that's how my life is at the moment. I didn't know that you were um, doing marketing right now. That's really exciting because your your Instagram, it's very like fashion photography based. I was going to ask, what inspired you to get into, well, fashion comms? So for fashion comms, I actually started off wanting to do fashion design. Um, when I was at school, like, I always loved drawing and sketching and I kind of went down more of that kind of route. Um, and rather than doing my sixth year at school, I decided to just leave at the end of fifth year. I was fed up with school anyway. Um, so I did a year at college in textiles. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was very sketchbook, life drawing, like very drawing based. So it's what I really enjoyed. Um, and then, so I applied for fashion design at Harriet Watt. So then when I went down there, I thought, oh yeah, this is great. Like this is exactly what I want to do. And then when I started the course, I was like, no, this just isn't for me. Like our college course is much more, um, as I said, like sketchbook based, whereas this was much more practical. You were doing a lot of sewing, pattern cutting, um, and it just wasn't what I was enjoying. And that's a big part of being a designer is to be able to sew and pattern cut, and it just wasn't what I enjoyed anymore. So I like the Harry Watt Uni, it's quite special. It's kind of like an art school for fashion. So you've got a mixture of people doing fashion communication, so like photography, styling, and then obviously you've got design and tech, which are much more technical. And also like branding and marketing, like loads of different um, disciplines in one school. So it was very creative. Everybody bounced off each other and you could kind of see in your first year that what other people were doing, because it was like a foundation year. So then I always saw what the columns people were doing. I was like, oh, that's what I really wanted to do. Like I've always loved photography in the back of my head, but it just, I didn't know that's what I actually wanted to pursue. So halfway through my first year, I was like, nah gonna change gonna switch it up so I changed the columns and I've never really looked back since to be honest so yeah because I remember this is totally like mums talking about their daughters <laughs> but your mum must have been in my mum's shop and speaking and I'd never met you had no idea who you were but my mum was like uh-huh. go go look at her Facebook go find her out she's going oh, to do fashion goodness. I was like oh go search it I remember like looking you up and it's like well I follow you you know when you're like you, yeah you're like oh we have mutual friends we'll, we'll add each other yeah, yeah so if you have mutual friends it's fine yeah. it doesn't look yeah. weird so we, we've had a few drinks together now so oh, yeah, it's actually so weird I was looking through like some of like you know like snapchat memories and I was looking at like Castile nights and I was like oh my god it literally feels like a lifetime ago and there's videos of you like in oh. the background like, <laughs> oh I don't I don't even know like if we end up ever getting out to clubs like I had a few gins last night. I was like two gins, and I was oh away with it. So if we ever get back to clubs, also another fear is how old we're gonna be. There's gonna be so many young people, and then there's just gonna be us like oh. I, know, I seen like a tweet the other day, and it was like um oh by the time I actually like get to go out, like I'll be like thirty one, and I won't even need to use my ID anymore. I was like. 
oh the I, have you seen the tiktok and it's like can you you see your um id through the clear bit and it's like i see the i see the one because everyone yeah. that's been like 2000s now is like oh oh yeah feeling mm-hmm. old just at 21 but <laughs> i know it's crazy <laughs> So I just wanted to find out how did you get to find your opportunities? Was it through the uni or did, was it about finding them yourself? Um, so with our course, because it was very digital based, it was very easy just to like, it seems to do a photo shoot, you can just post it straight on Instagram. And in our class, I feel like it was the kind of thing that we did to kind of get our work out there was just Instagram, different social media. Um, so I found that was the best way to make connections and just kind of build up a portfolio online, get people knowing your work. Um, so yeah, that was a big advantage of social media, definitely. Um, and also like the Scottish fashion industry, I feel like it's actually quite small once you do get your work out there because you'll work with somebody and then they'll be like, oh yeah, I know this person too. And it is actually a very small community. So it was quite easy once you're like a little bit more established for people to reach out to you or like if you reach out to people they would know who you were um, and that's how I got my first internship with Isolated Heroes and Dundee they're a fashion brand and they held like a big following as well so it was good to kind of get my work established a bit more when I did my internship with them so yeah it's kind of just about taking on any kind of freelance jobs that's how I built my freelance photography portfolio was just from um photographing graduate collections of fourth years just picking up anything we get emails from the uni saying oh somebody's looking for a photographer to do this so yeah that's kind of how I built my portfolio and just started building some connections so yeah I definitely (laughs) feel that's the same as for communication design it's like very much if you do one project you've got to like show your personality and because someone else Mm -hmm. be like oh I know this person it's very small world yeah and even if you have to fake your confidence like just go for it just like dm people like I kind of just removed that part of my brain that's like most embarrassing but it's not like you just like message people like I really like your work can I help you can I assist you or like do you need any content like it's kind of just getting over that um thing that's stopping you from like just talking to strangers like just like have the balls just to like talk to them so yeah definitely I think because at the end of the day like you're never gonna receive a message and look at and be like why on earth have they well you'd hope no one would be like why on earth are they messaging me like they might ignore you they might not but if they ignore you Mm -hmm. it's not done anything to be honest unless they have like a huge following they don't see their dms or they're actually very likely to respond to you even if it's like oh i don't have any work at the moment but i'll just keep in touch like it's still just like reaching out to people and like they'll keep that in their heads so yeah now now they're aware that you're someone who can do that so they might Mm -hmm. think about using i was gonna ask you about a few of your projects you've got your instagram is flawless very lovely aesthetic (laughs) i do enjoy just having a wee it's almost like you know when you go on pinterest for inspiration yours is just like yeah nice i love to like plan my feed out it's like my favorite thing to do just like how what colors go together and i'd like i try i try but i'm very (laughs) very spur of the moment i've got this picture oh we'll just we'll just chuck it up with my design account i'm so bad about just forgetting to post things and then it's like oh i've done something a month later oh we'll just post that but it 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 looks so bad but we're we're gonna work on that 2021 is the year of insta feed (laughs) 
Yeah, definitely. Put on your bucket list. I've made like a 2021 bucket list of just like things I want to achieve. So hopefully we're able to take that off if this lockdown needs to be a bit more. But yeah. Yeah, well. It's even just like little things like that, I suppose, like you say, like, mm -hmm. oh, I want to make my feed look nice. Or that's something like simple that you can like try and work on. So mm -hmm. definitely. The, this podcast getting it actually done on the bucket yeah, list exactly <laughs> like that's like a new thing for you as well so that's like an achievement in itself yeah I was going to ask you about some of your projects you've done so on your feed you've done work for SN SYN even magazine yeah, it, it's pronounced in it's like awesome. an Atlantic term yeah <laughs> <laughs> and as people don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know when I first um worked for them either but yeah it's in mm-hmm what what was that um entailing? What were you up to there? Um, so that was actually a really lucky like work opportunity that I got for my in our third year. We had a fashion writing module, so we had to interview somebody in the industry. I think yeah, it was the Scottish fashion industry, like somebody that was creative, just to find out how they got to where they were. Um, so I got in touch with Bethany, who's the editor, and we just sat down and had a chat, and that's how I kind of made the contact with her. And we just kept in touch ever since. And during the next summer, I was looking for internships or work experience. So I just reached out to her, and she was like, oh, yeah, I can make an assistant job for you and just get you started in September. So, oh, that's great. Um, so I've done several things, like attending events, like more local events, like in Edinburgh, but also like things like London Fashion, which was just so surreal. Like that was my first job as well. Like. She was like, oh yeah, just go down to Fashion Week. I was like, oh, so daunting, but it was like the best thing ever. Um, and also just um, working on editorials like myself, collaborating with stylists, and also we get emails coming in from photographers and just seeing like what fits with the aesthetic of the publication, then publishing that. So it was a mixture of different things. So yeah, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that role. That definitely shows how just like word of mouth you can get into jobs that you probably would have expected. 100%. I don't know if it's the same with all creative industries, but I think with fashion it is definitely who you know mm -hmm. and just like really just trying to get as many contacts as you can. And once you've got contacts, like it is a lot easier just to find work from there, definitely. And another project you've been doing, I, I remember following the account when it like first came up, I think you shared it, um, but they've definitely like grown in their style is the deer green place yeah so that was a business um they were looking for somebody to do like a social media kind of internship with them um it's actually a plant company so it's not something that I'm used to dealing with but um it, like especially with this whole lockdown like you've kind of just got to take any opportunity you can just to build up skills and work experience um so they were starting from complete scratch in September, no Instagram, no no social media at all. So my job was to kind of take on that brand and the marketing role, really kind of set the tone for the brand in terms of like aesthetics of like graphic style, how the images will look, just to kind of make it really modern and appealing to also a younger audience too. Um, I'm also working with another girl and um, she does the social media. So we kind of work together to create that kind of brand. Um, so yeah, it's been really interesting to see a business grow from absolutely nothing to a good following and seeing mm. how like the social media feed develops. So it's been a really good project actually and it's built up a lot of skills that I can use further down the line as well because I've had more responsibility of kind of almost being in charge of how the brand looks. So yeah, it's been really interesting. 
I remember one of my lecturers said this and it's like I feel you're saying you hadn't really worked with plants is that like our generation I'm sure other generations are the same is that we, even if we haven't done something like we don't know how to do it we'll just be like yeah no I'll, I'll work it out we're yeah like there's definitely. no point in saying like oh I haven't actually done that yet there's there's a tutorial somewhere you'll learn and then it opens up so many different opportunities yeah 100% it's kind of just going with it and even yeah as they say if it's new territory you just got to go for it and sometimes you can find a new skill like, oh I'm actually really good at that so yeah just throwing yourself in the deep end I suppose I keep on I've been trying to work on just like making gifts gifts even mm-hmm. so I've got um a logo moving but I keep on trying to be far too adventurous and just like yeah I can make like this person walk across the screen and then they're like <laughs> jumping about on the screen I'm like oh right maybe just step back Megan like yeah <laughs> you'll get there though. yeah <laughs> and I can't have as you said about the amazing opportunities down um at fashion shows and things like that that's like what you on your feed you can see like oh that's really oh, you've got like um Dua Lipa there and things like mm-hmm. that how how did you get that and what just tell me about that that's exciting okay. so that was a really that was just like such a surreal experience um so as I said first in magazine that was like the first job I was commissioned to do so I basically mm-hmm. had to um request press passes and invitations to the shows through PR companies um, so obviously being like a smaller kind of Scottish fashion magazine, even though it had done well, like it obviously wasn't as well known like the London area. So like PR companies obviously wouldn't know exactly who we were. So I got to some of the smaller shows, obviously like Toga and Phoebe English. That was really great. Um, but obviously I didn't get to the big names like Victoria Beckham or Christopher Kane. But um, no, it was still so amazing just to be there. So my job was to photograph the shows and just document um the different looks and then come up with a review at the end which was published um a month later so yeah it was just a crazy experience and as I said I didn't get to any of the bigger shows but um you find I kind of like that I went down there on my own because it meant that I kind of forced myself into situations like social situations just trying to like speak to people Um, and from that I was able to speak to some of the other photographers and press that were standing outside and they said oh yeah we've got some of the locations for like the bigger shows like Burberry and everything because they they try and keep it on the down low but it never works out because it all just gets spread about everybody that attends but um so I just like had like a wee screenshot of all the different locations I was like right I'm just gonna hop on the tube and I'm just gonna stand outside and just see who comes in out the shows get some really good street photography and for the Burberry one that was like so surreal like I turned up and there was like quite a big crowd of people so obviously people did know that that was happening there but I managed to like find like a smaller group of photographers and they were mm-hmm. they just happened to be standing like the VIP entrance and um, I didn't know it at the time and then the vast has been small as well like I kind of yeah just, like, I was my way into the front I was a way to say like, your height <laughs> would help yeah. just sneak in <laughs> yeah so I kind of just like squirmed my way to the front um and then all of a sudden, like, Naomi Campbell just walks past, and I'm like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> um, so then I found out, okay, yeah, this is, like, the VIP entrance, so I'm just going to wait here until the show ends, and then I'll see more people coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's how I kind of just grabbed the opportunity. I mean, it is just luck at the end of the day. Like, the photos turned out great. Um, I feel like in the time, I was so, like, caught up in the moment that I didn't realise I was literally standing, like, two feet away from, like, Anna Winter and, like, Georgia Smith, like, I was 
it doesn't hit you until after and I looked at the photos and I was like oh my god I can't believe I just took them um but no it was it was really interesting actually to as well as being in the shows also be standing outside the shows and seeing what people actually wore and getting some really good street photography and yeah just the whole buzz and atmosphere of fashion week was just amazing it's great yeah because a whole part of like the fashion shows it's not actually the fashion that's on display it's like the people going and what they wear yeah. and things like that I've been like yeah. in the have you seen the tiktok trend where it's like people what they would wear to fashion shows have you seen oh my god yeah I'm like enjoying that nothing in my that I could pretend to do it myself <laughs> but they look cool <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. It is such. A, it was such a great experience, though. Like, I, I think back to it, and I was like, oh my god! Like, I just want to go back to those times where you can just be in like crowded rooms of people. And uh, and I turned twenty one while I was down there as well, and I was like, this is like the best way to spend my twenty first. Like, I'm not even mad about having a party or anything. Like, I'm at Fashion Week, so no, it was great. It was just like peak life. <laughs> you're winning there. You don't need. Yeah. You don't need a bev. You you you're on a high with just seven. I think it's on your feed you can see the Max Mara just like the bags all stacked on them and that yeah. even that looks so cool like next yeah. to all the people and things. That was actually a local event in Edinburgh that was the store open of Max Mara and Maltry's Walk in Edinburgh Um so yeah it was just finding like little opportunities in the store to get like some nice content but yeah even just going to local events like that in Scotland so that was really nice as well you can get some good contacts from there as well and seeing all the different um like fashion how it's presented differently from maybe how it would in London so yeah yeah it just shows there is like opportunities up here as well um, mm-hmm. and once you once you've got your name up here everyone up down down in Londale won't you <laughs> yeah hopefully <laughs> So have you just been working away for a branding team at the moment or and just doing bits of photography on the side or Yeah, so I've got my work from home job at the moment. Um but I've also just been trying to get out and still take photos and just keep that inspiration going with my photography because I don't get to do that as much with this job, which is sad. I can I kind of I can do like the more creative director role because because the company's based in Glasgow, I can't actually physically go down and take photos so I'm working with another photographer and we kind of work together to um find out how the image is going to look so I'm still being very creative and still doing something that I want but um at the end of last year me and dad my dad we went on like a road trip and we went to Glencoe um, and I feel like if it wasn't for lockdown I wouldn't have actually done something like that like more like local in Scotland and you don't even realize how beautiful this country is I was taking these photos and I was like this is like amazing like I probably wouldn't have done this if it wasn't for lockdown so it's worked in its favour I've kind of appreciated the local surroundings and yeah taking that part of it so yeah yeah because I'm I'm looking at your um photographs in Scotland and you've got like the swan there and even the <laughs> swan almost looks like one of your fashion models like posing yeah. like the way you've and it. that was that was literally I can't remember the name of the area, but it's near Peterhead, and mm-hmm. um, so it just shows you like things on your doorstep you don't even realise is actually there to create some really beautiful images as well. And I'm really glad for my honours project. For my honours project, I looked into like spirituality and how that can be people's escapism. Um, and I thought to make my honours project a bit more personal I would go back to my roots and like look at locations from home and 
kind of used that as a backdrop for the editorials I was going to have in my final publication. So there was New Aberdour Beach, which is near Fraserburgh, and um, also Tulare, which is near McDuff, which is where I'm from. And um, it was just like the perfect backdrop for so many of my photos. Like it just really enhanced like the beauty of like the coastline, like, it, and also people from London as well. Like that had seen my work, like, oh my god, where is that? Because they never seen scenery like that before. So you do actually have advantages of being further away from the city as well. Like people don't realise that there are still opportunities to take some really amazing photos, and you don't have to be bang in the centre of London to be taking the best shots so yeah yeah I definitely think that it's like you probably see this as being a photographer that you're when you're out and about you see things that maybe other people wouldn't because they're just like <laughs> oh yeah that's a pretty scenery where you're seeing the little bits to it mm-hmm. yeah definitely <laughs> well thank you for coming on this podcast no worries it was a pleasure <laughs>